Hello, I'm Matthias Spiegel. And I'm Ronald Donaldson. And welcome to a Chim Chimney episode of... But, but That's, that's a, a Different Story. Where we bring you stories so full of soot, you'd think Dick Van Dyke took a job in Kamachi's boiler room amongst so many Susuatari. Speaking of being spirited away, how was your recent flight to... Uh, where did you go again? Ah, yes. I did book a seat on my favorite airline, Spirit, not for the destination, Matthias, but for the journey. I simply love the airport to plane experience, so I laced up my thigh-high boots, buckled my four belts to make sure my cargo shorts, full of pocket change, Swiss Army knives, and Zippo lighters, were secured, and donned every coat that I owned to make sure I was nice and warm while on the plane. Then, after a rigorous assessment by the TSA, I boarded my flight and treated myself to a pickled herring sandwich I had brought with me. Amazing! And where did you end up? Right back in New York City. Spirit Airlines is the subway of the skies. It turns out you can just stay on it until it loops right back around to the airport of your departure. Well, I'm very glad that your travel experience was pleasant. I myself had some difficulties reaching the location of our upcoming interview. So let me tell you all about it in a story we're calling... Get City. I was trying to remember what exactly happened the previous night after waking up in a haze on the showroom floor of Brandon's Boutique Umbrella Shop in Seattle. The last thing I recalled was riding out a major rainstorm by dabbling in some Santa Grillo rituals with Brandon, which eventually turned into a race to see who could drain the Franzia bag fastest. The last thing I remember was Brandon cheating by using his suspiciously sharp and long canines to puncture the bags. When I awoke, the storm had finally passed and the sun shone brightly through the shop's glass ceiling. There was no trace of Brandon anywhere, save for his entire outfit and metal claw rings sitting in the middle of the showroom atop a pile of smoldering dust. I myself was still wearing the tent that was lent to me the previous day, so I figured Brandon probably went out to get a broom to sweep up all the dust and left his clothes and jewelry for me to borrow, since I was sure he kept an outfit in the back office or something. Luckily, his outfit was a perfect fit for me, all the way from the bottom of his cape to the tip of his top hat. I didn't have anything planned for the day, so we decided to walk over to Seattle's famous Cary Park to enjoy some of the scenery. Once I arrived on the scene, I was delighted to find that the Renaissance Fair was in town and taking place at that very park. I enjoyed all of the classic Ren Fair activities that afternoon. Watching a joust, eating a big drumstick, defecating right there on the grass whenever I felt like it. It was truly a wonderful day. Then I got the fateful call. Apparently, the sword swallower scheduled to perform that night had come down with a bad case of getting stabbed in the stomach with a big sword. I was enjoying my third lands leg of the evening when one of the event organizers came to me, begging me to take the sword swallower's spot. Confused but eager to help in any way I could, I agreed and asked the woman if I could finish my meal. She said there was no time and told me to take the stage, so I did. Once on the stage, I introduced myself as Matthias Spiegel, reporter for the podcast But That's a Different Story, just to give myself a little plug. Then, I ate my leg of lamb as I always do, by putting the whole thing down my throat and pulling out a completely clean bone. The crowd ate it up, just like I did that leg of lamb. The cheers could be heard for miles around. The event organizer, Carlotta, was so impressed with my performance, she invited me to come on tour with the fair. I was still reeling from the high of hearing all those cheers for me, and knowing my addictive personality wouldn't let me stop at just one, 
I agreed. I accompanied the Camelot players for weeks, hitting all their North Border tour stops, Spokane, Washington, Lewiston, Idaho, Butte, and Billings, Montana, Minot, North Dakota, and we had just arrived in Duluth, Minnesota. We had stopped at a gas station to fill up the bus while I went into the store to purchase some circus peanuts and a Mr. Pib. But when I exited the shop, all I found was a note on the gas pump that read, Matthias, we have tried to reason with you, but just because it's a Renfair bus doesn't mean you can keep shitting on the floor. We can only ask you so many times. Please, get help, and stop eating so much fiber. Carlotta. Devastated, I wandered into town on foot, finally stopping at the steps of the world-famous, or maybe just Duluth-famous, Glensheen Mansion. There, I wept for hours until I felt a tap upon my shoulder. I looked up to find a soot-covered hand producing an even more soot-covered handkerchief. Delighted by the selfless act, and worried by the fact that I had met no interesting people in the past few weeks, I turned my recorder on. <sighs> Why, thank you. Hey, thank uh, you so much. Oh, you're, you're welcome. Hey, I mean, I, I hate to see someone so sad. I know, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I must be a hideous mess. Completely repulsive, just sitting on these steps, weeping directly into my hands, no handkerchief. No, but thank you, you so much for your kindness. Oh, you're, you're very welcome. You gotta have a, a kerchief to go along with those hands. Yes, I have plenty of neck kerchiefs, but... You but know. you gotta have... You gotta have some for your hands. Yes, I am lacking in the hands department of the kerchiefs. Well, let me give you a hand, either, you know, literally or figuratively. I see you have my handkerchief I, that I gave you. Yes? You haven't used it. Oh. Are you offering to dab my tears? <laughs> Is that what you mean? Give me a hand? Yes, if you would allow me. Uh, I, I'm sorry, sir. First of all, I don't even know your name. <laughs> oh, let me introduce myself. The name is Giuseppe Spazzocomino. Oh, okay. And I see you, uh, you are recording this. Oh, yes. Sorry, my name is Matthias Spiegel with the podcast. But that's a different story. And If you don't mind, I'd like to record this interaction simply for the fact that it has lightened my heart so. Well, I'm so glad. I mean... Wow, that's that's so nice of you. Perhaps this, when heard by others, could lighten their days as well. Well, you know, as you can see, I'm I'm pretty uh, pretty you know covered in soot, as you may have noticed. So to lighten anything, that takes a lot of work for me. Yes, a smudge, <laughs> a, a swipe with the back of the hand. No, nay, actually, the back of your hands are also quite sooty. <laughs> But my manners, I'm so sorry. Oh, yes, I did introduce myself. Okay. Yeah, you, you seem all in a tizzy. <laughs> I'm, I'm reeling. I had just had a devastated experience. No, I, I'm so sorry to hear that. How can I help you? I, I don't quite know. <laughs> Perhaps you can tell me a little bit about yourself. Why are you so covered in soot? <laughs> it's 3 p.m. in the afternoon. <laughs> I don't see what the time has to do with that. 
it's an odd any time is an odd time to be covered with synth but i imagine like early in the morning baby daughter but it's just smack dab in the middle of the day oh i see oh are you going to uh the mansion's tea time soon oh yes i forgot we're here at this mansion what a lovely mansion what what a what brought me to the mansion yes if i may ask so covered in soot what a thing, odd thing. What an odd thing to see. Maybe for you, but, you know, if, if, you, if you have a mirror, like I do, uh, it's not too odd. <laughs> so this is a daily occurrence? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Huh? Are, are people throwing buckets so- of soot at you? <laughs> on your way to, on your, just on your eddy path of life? No, I mean, maybe one day on my wedding day, they'll do that. <laughs> God God only hopes. God only knows. God wishes. I wish. Oh, how I wish. Jeez. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's, a, it's a bit of a lonely life that I lead. And what is that life of? Well, I'll tell you. It's, uh, I'm in chimney sweep. Oh. That's, that, that's why the, the accent, I see. Yeah, you know, I do come from a long line of chimney sweeps. And and how does that explain the soot? I understand the accent, but the soot. Oh, let me me walk you through it. Now, I'm a chimney sweep. Now, I got to tell you, I sweep chimneys. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And these days, there's a lot of chimney... Well, in practice, ever since there were chimneys, there's been chimney soot. Soot, yes. And what I do is I got to go up all up in the chimneys, sweep it, clean it, scrub it, Ah, wash it. I see. And, you know, in the process, I get pretty dirty. Asked and answered. Took you a while to get there, but I appreciate it. (laughs) Why? It's a a whole process. I don't like to just... I mean, you know, if I were to say, well, how do you record something? Are you just going to say you press a button? Uh, Yeah, kind of. That's really all I do. I didn't think I could handle anything more complex. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so what brings you here? Well, I've been to Glensheen Mansion. Glensheen Mansion? The historic Condon Estate? <laughs> <laughs> the one and the same. <laughs> Those Condons. Oh yeah, the famous Condon family. You know, I've, I've, uh, my family has been in association, let's say, with the Condon family for generations. Mm. And I'm here today. You know, I am the official chimney sweep of this estate mm. and the neighboring estates. <gasps> neighboring a multi-estate man. Yes, that's me. Uh, an mem mem. <laughs> Is that your nickname? Mem? Mem? Did you try to get that going yourself? <laughs> I did. I said, I was walking down Main Street Duluth. I said, hey, call me Mem. <laughs> Just to a passerby? <laughs> I boasted. Starting off with a nickname to a stranger. Bold move. <laughs> that you assigned yourself. <laughs> I said, hey, that's not my I, name. That's uh, I'm Call me Mem. He said, I didn't say anything to you to begin with. <laughs> I didn't call you anything. <laughs> I said, well, that's good, because you should call me Mem. <laughs> that's good. 
a good tactic. <laughs> I guess if you really want to get it going. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it sounds a lot like ma'am, and he called me ma'am. And I said, no, sir, please. <laughs> I'm a miss at best. <laughs> or at worst. <laughs> yeah. Not a missus yet, nor mister. <laughs> one day, one day, I hope, oh, God willing. <laughs> He'll throw the suit at me. Oh, well, you've mentioned marriage a couple times now. I assume that was weird saying when they... Yeah, for your wedding. Yeah, so soon. yeah. Yeah. Instead of rice. Yeah, you know, it's exactly... No, oh. Is that for all chimney sweeps on their big day? It, oh, what an honor it would be to have, you know, throw suit from a very famous place such as this, this Glensheen Mansion, or perhaps the church where you're married, or perhaps, you know, uh... Maybe a bodega where you bought a winning lottery ticket or someone did recently. That would be quite an honor to get the soot of that establishment thrown at you. <laughs> For good luck. Yes. Yeah, I get it. What a messy affair. But wait, what if this bodega did not have a chimney? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I? <laughs> Are you not prepared for that? No. <laughs> oh, you do not know that some places are heated by electricity. Oh, don't don't even gas. say that. Oh, I hate it. Well, gas. Yeah, I mean, some chimneys can have gas, but does it? It's not the same soot. No. Well, they're clean burning, so I would. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's true. I mean, okay. Hopefully, if someone has a gas chimney, they are burning maybe financial documents or love letters or something that's my only hope i just pray everyone out there listening if you have a gas burning chimney please burn letters of unrequited love or <laughs> maybe some damning financial documents that the feds are going to take get some sit up in there yes oh to give you oh, a, a job please oh i i need it oh i need it so bad i mean i'm a mem but there's only so many M's around here. I mean, E's. <laughs> yes, I, I understand. I've used MEM so long, I forgot what it stands for. <laughs> Multi-estate man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, gee. You just really, took, really lost the meaning of it. <laughs> I mean, I, to be to be completely honest, this is the only M that no, the only E. <laughs> well, look at it this way: if you turn an E on, like rotate it ninety degrees clockwise, it looks like an M. That would be an M, like on a digital clock. Oh yeah, that's true. I mean, oh yeah, oh that reminds me of my last eye test. Oh, oh, <laughs> rotating E's. Yeah, the doctor kept rotating the <laughs> kept rotating the little piece of paper. Or when uh, the guy from Entourage did a break dance, he was spitting. It was a rotating E. <laughs> I love that. I love that. that deleted scene from the movie. <laughs> they all break dance. <laughs> I mean, of course, Turtle with his shell. He did the best. <laughs> That backspin lasted hours. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get up. 
Johnny, you have to call Johnny, whatever his name is, to help him. Ari, of course. <laughs> yeah, Try to make a movie out of it. <laughs> yeah, I've had a lot of time to, to watch deleted scenes <laughs> of movies. Because... <laughs> How would your multi-estate man cleaning the chimneys of these multi... I have to... What do you think a mansion like this has in terms of chimney count? Specifically the Glen Sheen mansion. Well, there's only about three or four visible ones. <laughs> there's a whole, a whole network. The ones that you can see from our vantage point right here. Yeah, exactly. On the steps. Exactly. But, but there's a whole network of them. Oh. I mean, you got to heat the whole house. Mm-hmm. So there are many little fireplaces in each of the rooms that you sometimes have to maybe pull a book from a bookshelf. The bookshelf turns, turns into a fireplace. <laughs> Not into a secret passage. No. <laughs> it's a secret fireplace. So is it were these fireplaces hidden because they're so unsightly? Yes. I mean, pretty bad for for, you know, ghosts to come in. Ghost love fireplaces. I'm just gonna drop that. <laughs> Ghosts love high places. Fireplaces. Oh, fireplaces. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so you hide them from the ghosts, or the estate owners do. Right. You only want to use it at certain fireplaces. You only want to use, I and mean, you only want visible when you're using them. Yes. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense in some ways. Yeah. So these <coughs> fireplaces are hidden. How do they hide the chimneys? I assume a ghost could come in the fireplace through a chimney, and that's where they usually do come from. Exactly, yeah, of course. That's the main... Ghosts and Santa Claus have that thing in common. Oh, Santa. I could talk a lot about Santa We'll get to Santa later. Okay. <laughs> Tell me about these ghosts. They fly in through the chimney. And the, oh, so, and then that also, I guess, when the uh, fireplace is turned around... Then there's no way for them to get into the mansion. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're stuck. Mm-hmm. They're stuck, you see, because I mean, it's the most. It's a pretty dramatic entrance and exit to go in and out of a chimney, especially for a ghost. And you imagine them flying in and swooping in into the room from the chimney, or flying out of the chimney. Up, you know, up top, you see the little whatever tail trail of ectoplasm and the <laughs> purple Ghostbusters stuff and the bright lights. <laughs> You've seen this. <laughs> well, I've seen uh, quite a few. I don't see the actual, you know, leaving and coming and goings, but I see the, uh, I see the residue in the chimneys. Oh. <laughs> this uh, ectoplasm. <laughs> I mean, that's what I call it. I haven't taken it to a lab or nothing. <laughs> what do you do with it? Just clean it? Yeah, just clean it. <laughs> don't think anyone would be interested. I mean, I What's don't. the consistency? Is it this, is this sticky? It's sticky. <laughs> it's, you know, white. Usually it's a little goopy. It's <laughs> smelly. It's Oh, what's it smell like? It's kind of like bad shit. <laughs> <laughs> Guano. <laughs> Why, yes. <laughs> It's gotta be ghosts, though. I, I don't, I don't. It can't just be the bats. No, I suppose. It... I or bats, <laughs> bats. You know, well, 
Bats can be vampires. Bats can also probably be ghosts too. Vampire ghost? Yeah, I guess. I guess if a vampire dies, it could be a ghost. <laughs> but what? Um. Yeah, I guess so. Stake through the heart. But how does the undead become a ghost, I ask? I guess not. I don't know. Well, I mean, for chimneys, you know, it's a pretty direct route to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> for the ghosts? Oh, does that help them? <laughs> they it does. Can, they go in through the chimney, then come out, and they're like, oh, I just got turned around. I didn't get it now. I'm supposed to go up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, there's, you know, the souls that don't make it to heaven. I didn't think of that. I was going parallel directions all this time. Oh, you gotta go straight up. <laughs> That's why everyone wants to go to space. <clears throat> I see. Horizontal. Um, gotta go vertical. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 And you know, part of my cleaning, cleaning helps. Maybe I'd like to think helps the ghosts get clear a pathway for them. Exactly. Yeah. So, what kind of what kind of equipment are you working with? Oh well. Do you got a like a big uh, plunger? No, not plunger. Toilet brush. I, got, I do use both. Sometimes you got to use the plunger because it could be so stuck and sticky and gross in there that you got to fill it with a foam. A foam? Yeah, very special cleaning foam. Seal it up, and then you got to take a plunger to... Uh, it's a big chimney-shaped plunger. You're talking square? Oh, very square, my friend. <laughs> a square plunger. Oh, I, Yeah. It's it's huge. I mean, you know, it's you gotta find you gotta get different plungers for different size uh, fireplaces. Mm. But yeah, you and then are you wait? Are you going? Are you plunging chimney side or fireplace side? Oh, I made the mistake <laughs> of starting with the chimney ones. <laughs> you started okay, so we're on the top plunging. Yeah, yeah, I was plunging down, and it just caused all the foam and soot and everything else to go out into the room wherever the fireplace oh. was. <laughs> Huge mess. Oh, what a mistake. I got fired from that place. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, it was the Library of Congress. Oh, no. I ruined all the books. That's the important documents room. <laughs> the most important. <laughs> the driest room. The biggest fireplace. <laughs> I don't know why they had a fireplace in a library. <laughs> so it seems sort of dangerous for the books. Especially old ones. Yeah. I mean, it's a similar idea with the spinning, rotating bookshelves. I, I don't know who designed it, but, you know, you don't want to put flammable books that shares the same space with a fireplace. No, no. The year is not 1980. Oh, no. Never mind. It's <laughs> 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 so similar. Um, <laughs> uh Okay, so yes, you've got plunger. I got plunger. I got yes. You said the toilet brush. Mm-hmm. But big. <laughs> the toilet brush, but big. <laughs> when I go into a uh, the chimney sweep store, I say, "Hey, can I get a toilet brush, but big?" <laughs> I can't know oh, exactly what I'm talking. About. <laughs> if there's a chimney sweep store. You would think there would be a name for it specific. Is that just what it's called, really? Toilet brush the big? It is, yeah. It's made by the same people that make uh, the toilet brushes. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, they could call it... No, so there is something different called a, a chimney brush. Mm. Okay. Like a toothbrush, but for chimneys. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something else, too. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> Toothbrush, but huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same, you know, go, go into the store, say, hey, can I get a toothbrush, but huge? Guy goes, yeah, I got, I got you. At the chimney sweep store. Yeah. What else they got there? <laughs> they got, <laughs> I, got, I imagine a whole wall of handkerchiefs, unsoiled. Yes. I mean, they got some framed soiled ones from some celebrity uh, <laughs> chimney sweeps. <laughs> soiled with what? Or, or <laughs> are these celebrities being with study hands or just generally gross? <laughs> I mean, they take what they can get. Sometimes it is actually, you know, the soot or the whatever, the cake inside of a chimney or a smokestack. Uh, but yeah, sometimes, you know, they, they get a celebrity and they just... Someone wipes the brow in the store, drops it accidentally. Oh, they'll pick it right up and frame <laughs> it right away. I, I would imagine it can't happen that often. No, no. <laughs> Maybe for <coughs> tel- uh, television or uh, movie roles. All, of all the filming that happens in Duluth. Actors come in, buy their own wardrobes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it can't happen that often. But, you know, sometimes, sometimes it does happen. It's a big event. It's, it's yeah. So, yeah, the, but there are, yeah, the, the unsoiled handkerchiefs are big, big sellers in the chimney sweep store. <laughs> you got your different colors, your patterns, you know, your uh, paisley, paisley's big, mm-hmm. big pattern, houndstooth. <laughs> really? Houndstooth handkerchief. <laughs> there was a phase. Interesting. <laughs> there was a fad. About gingham. Ooh, yeah, Gingham. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Classic checker. Mm, I like it. Uh, you know, the... I don't know what the name is, but it's sort of like uh, the bandana style. Mm. Your classic bandana, but as a handkerchief. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I believe they call those bandanas. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, every time I go into the store, I say, hey, can I got a bandana style? The guy's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> It's like it's a secret menu. <laughs> he gives me a piece of lettuce, but I don't get it. <laughs> Pre-soiled with gravy. <laughs> or, uh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, you can get so many things. I mean, I personally like a silk handkerchief. Uh, I think it's classy. Uh-huh. Uh, but, you know, it, they wear easily. They wear down easily. The silk. Yeah, they don't, they don't take the, uh, the suit too well. Mm. Yeah, not too strong. Well, that's, I had imagined your dry cleaning bill would have to be huge. Oh, <laughs> I mean, imagine a CVS receipt. <laughs> times two all the silk bandanas oh yeah <laughs> you're paying a small fortune every week I really am I know but they're so near and dear to my heart sometimes literally I keep them in my breast pocket no yeah I, the mm, yeah the dry cleaning that's a big that's a big one <laughs> is that why you need to take on so many estates <laughs> Of course, that's why I got it. That's for You're the first d- drowning in dry cleaning bills. I know, I'm barely making above even. It's the dry cleaning. It's really 
really soaking me. <laughs> Taking me for hours. I mean, it's really not soaking you. It's dry cleaning. <laughs> Doing the exact opposite. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Hmm. <laughs> I know, but that's the thing. I gotta... So I do gotta get as many, many estates as possible. And, you know, back in my family, what they used to do is they used to be assigned to different estates, different locations, localities. Mm -hmm. But not here, not in America. No? No, it's too bad. Uh, where was your family from? They were from Switzerland. Switzerland, okay, yes. Giuseppe. Yeah, you know, Switzerland, they speak many different languages. Yes. The, the German, the French, the Italian. Mm -hmm. so we came from the Italian side. I see, I see. Swiss, they got a lot of... Were, were you... Are you from there also, or were you born here? What, just because of my name? I'm just wondering. What do you think? I of? was going to ask you a, a Switzerland-specific question about if you had grown up there, sweeping chimneys, or if that was something that you started here. I wanted to ask about Swiss chimneys. That was all. All right. Well, yes, I'll tell you. Okay, I, I wasn't born there, but I did apprentice there. Okay. Yeah. And it is true, Swiss chimneys do have holes everywhere. <laughs> Not just up top. <laughs> the smoke comes out everywhere. <laughs> oh, thank you for... That was going to be my main question. I told I was a little sheepish to ask. I'm glad you cleared that up for me. We do use sheep to clean the chimneys, too. <laughs> <laughs> Tie them on a rope. and There's like Don't a big, big Q-tip. Big cotton ball. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're the black sheep. Where do you think they come from? <laughs> so they have uh, just sheep then at the uh, the chimney sweep store in in Switzerland. You say, what? <laughs> Gigantic live cotton ball Q-tip? Exactly. Yeah, what Gigantic you cotton ball, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the sheep, there's some rams. I mean, they all come from the Alps, so it's it's there's a full supply of them. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you just walk in, you say. Speaking of the Alps. Oh. Those got chimneys? <laughs> those just big nature's chimneys? I guess they're not volcanoes. <laughs> oh, volcanoes. Oh. <laughs> Nate, that, I mean, yeah, those are nature's chimneys. Ooh, to be a volcano cleaner. <laughs> That's the ultimate goal. <laughs> Of a chimney sweep. Oh, oh, what even? That's <laughs> toilet brush, but big, but even bigger. <laughs> oh, huge! I mean, I don't know if they make them that big, but I mean, yeah, that would be that would be fantastic to clean the volcano <laughs> when it's not going off, of course. When it's not going off. Mm. Mm. So a man who doesn't like a challenge, huh? Oh, that <laughs> like sounds to, to take the easy way out. Mm. Well. <laughs> Wow, that sounds like a challenge in itself. <laughs> oh, I think you got me thinking now to see if I can do it. See if I can clean an active volcano. <laughs> huh. I mean, yeah, because if you remember in Iceland, there was that volcano that it ruined air traffic for like a month. Mm -hmm. If only I were there to clean it. <laughs> While it was happening. <laughs> Oh, I could have saved so many, uh, I don't know, Biscoff cookies on Delta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yes, I'm sorry. I'm happy that you've come to this conclusion now. Well, you've helped me. I mean, I think it's given me something to look forward to. Put some pep in my step. You know, I gotta go. I mean, it'll maybe. I've got this one estate, and I, you know, and multi estates sometimes. So yes, I, I know we're here at the Glensheen Mansion. Yeah. Uh, admiring all of its beauties, the fountain. Um, I don't clean the fountain. No, what? Okay, so no fountain cleaning. Nah, I mean, you know, sometimes with a pool, maybe I'll like skim the pool. That's sort of in my. <laughs> this is like two opposite. Uh, is that what your summer job is? <laughs> like a teacher? <laughs> you're, I guess your profession is very uh, season. Uh, yeah. Seasonal. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean, I. Yeah, it's summer. You know, there's not many chimneys happening. I mean, the chimneys are there, but they don't they don't disappear. But <laughs> not a lot of fires. All the bonfires. Mm. Don't, don't. You, you don't like bonfires? Oh, I hate Too bon- open? Oh, open. What about a campfire? Mm, a little better, but... Oh, because there's like a little circle of rocks ooh. around it? Yeah, I'm good at cleaning those rocks. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see me in my little ranger outfit. Oh, I bet you're a treat to go camping with. I bet the park rangers love you. Oh, yeah. I, well, I mean, I think so. The cleanest... The cleanest the, camp... Well, not the like whole camp. Like, b- barely an ant came and moved anything. Yeah? No, yeah. I got. I get the free p- national pass to the national parks. Oh, all of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, only if I clean, though, when I go. Okay. They watch me. <laughs> they make sure I got my, my little chimney broom, <laughs> my little rock broom, <laughs> a dustpan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, in the summer, I do, you know, I, I I just love cleaning stuff, and I love removing things from the side of other things. <laughs> what about, uh, uh, so, pools, what about aquariums? Oh, yeah, oh. Can you clean an aquarium? I can, but it's a little difficult to fight off those, you know, like, shrimp things. That <laughs> the anti-shrimp? The ones that punch with the speed of sound. Oh, I've gotten in many fights with them. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. They can knock a crab claw clean off. Oh, I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen that. But no, the whatever those, you know, those things that clean the side of of uh, of aquariums. Little animals. Lampreys? <laughs> I think those, I think they look similar, but... Uh, they clean the algae off the sides of the tanks, right? The animals? Yeah, it was in Finding Nemo. Yeah, okay. I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name. Oh, me neither. But, I mean, I, yeah, I try to, but, you know, they have they have a pretty good union, so I can't. <laughs> if How I'm, big are these aquariums that you're washing? Well, there is uh, an aquarium. There is the Lake Superior Aquarium <laughs> nearby. <laughs> I was thinking small aquarium. Oh. I had, like, household, like, door-to-door aquarium cleaner. <laughs> No, you got you contracted the the big one. Oh, oh yeah. good for you! Oh, thank you. Yeah. So you're in there cleaning with the sharks and everything. I put on my scuba deer, <laughs> my scuba gear. <laughs> well, that'd be a sight, scuba deer. I mean, I do wear antlers because <laughs> this is Lake Superior, this is Minnesota, so you know they they do have <laughs> they do have deer in their aquarium and moose. <laughs> they just, oh. <laughs> There's one island in the middle of this exhibit. 
Just deer and moose, and they keep swimming around trying to escape. <laughs> but just to people see that, yeah, moose can swim. <laughs> deer can swim. <laughs> Told you. Yeah. So when I clean that one, yeah, I do gotta, I, I do wear my scuba suit and my deer antlers just to blend in. Okay. So they don't find me. Yeah. <laughs> Having the antlers does not provoke them. <laughs> no, sometimes it arouses them. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I got to clean quickly that day. <laughs> Get out of there. <laughs> oh, wow. So, wow. Well, so that's what's, what a exciting lifestyle. It is. It's fun. You know, it's a family tradition, so I got to keep it with the family. Mm-hmm. Keep it in the family. Mm-hmm. Family. It's very important How, to me. Yeah. Tell me about them. You said, was your, mo- your mother and father both chimney sweeps? They were, yeah. They were both. They, they each swept different chimneys. I mean, back in the day, she swept the women's chimneys. He swept oh. the men's chimneys. It was uh, segregated in that way. But <laughs> yeah, they. Um, oh yeah, they loved sweeping chimneys. Mm-hmm. They taught me everything I know today. Yeah, really. Yeah. Well, I, you know, <laughs> even when I was a little baby, a little bambino. Speaking of babies, had that little baby by him sweeping her chimney. <laughs> It's pretty much been your blood. (laughs) I think I get it. I'm not sure I want to get it. It's graphic. (laughs) Or maybe I'm interpreting it in a different way. (laughs) Perhaps. Hmm. Uh, I was just saying that's how you were born. <laughs> okay, so I didn't get what you're talking. <laughs> yeah, I guess ever since I was you know, just a little baby in the womb. Did I was... you did you have what was your first chimney experience? Well, my uh, we had a little a little playhouse. How a little? little? Like uh, Barbie Playhouse. Barbie Playhouse. Yeah, uh-huh. Barbie's Malibu Dreamhouse. <laughs> They sprang, they got you the Barbie's Malibu. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, it was a knockoff. Oh. It was a, a Barbie's Santa Barbara. <laughs> B-R-B-O. <laughs> was it even beachside? No. 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 It was lakeside. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, but it was it was what they can afford on on the chimney sweep salary. But it had a little <laughs> chimney. Uh huh. I didn't know it was a working chimney. Oh, it really? What you let like a little book? Little Lincoln locks. <laughs> <laughs> no stacking for you. Oh, I guess you could stack. You can stack sometimes on a yeah the fireplace. Yeah, yeah. So we, we would burn those Lincoln logs. <laughs> get get you know the ash up there in the chimney. <laughs> This wasn't happening inside, was it? Inside of my own house? Yes. Oh, sure. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, a huge soot stain on the ceiling right above. Did you get scolded for that, or were your parents so proud that you made the fire? They A little bit of both. They were proud, but then they made me clean it. Mm. They made me clean the ceiling. That's a good lesson for a future chimney sweep. Oh, it taught me a lot. taught me a lot about gravity. (laughs) How so? I didn't know it was a thing. I mean, I had fallen before, but I didn't fall from that height before. 
Oh, you fell while cleaning the ceiling? Yeah. Oh, ouch. I know. It was, wasn't until I, I listened to uh, that song. Was it, who was it? George Harrison or someone dancing on the ceiling? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I got it. Okay. I figured out how to do it. <laughs> they taught you the steps. Literally, the stair steps. <laughs> I got a step ladder. Um, well, did that, did that incident of you falling have any effect on your uh, comfortableness with heights? Being a chimney sweep, I assume you are up high quite a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. I got to get up in the chimneys. I got to get up on the roof uh, many times, you know, all, practically all the time. And I got to tell you, I haven't shaken it. I'm still afraid of heights. You're so, you, that did instill a fear of heights in you that day? A fear of heights and a fear of ceilings. Oh, no. And a fear of slipping. <laughs> well, that one I think everyone has. Oh, yeah, no I guess it's distinction. That's objectively bad. Yeah. But yeah, fear of heights. Ooh, I still got it. Oh. I get shivers every time. I got to go up there. Oh. oh, and that's not a good thing to have on a flimsy ladder. I see your ladder here next to you. It is not in good shape, my friend. No. <laughs> I, is that one of those rungs held together? Or is that just a bunch of t- glued together toothpicks? Yeah. Oh, no. I uh, know. I broke it one time, and, uh, you know, I, I had a bunch of toothpicks. I went to a diner, and they just had toothpicks at every <laughs> table. And I said, can I have some? They're held together with is that chewing gum. A bazooka. Oh, yeah. Did, how were the comics, though? Oh, hilarious. <laughs> so, a real salty and sweet day for you. Yeah, I laughed. I cried. <laughs> I applied. The glue <laughs> or the gum. Adhesive of some sort. Yeah. Either way. Yeah, it's not a good ladder. And it doesn't really help. I mean, it gets me in the mood to be scared, but it doesn't really help with that. Gets yeah, I, I I know I'm gonna be scared, so I you know I figured I might as well get scared going up, going <laughs> up the ladder, <laughs> just get it over with. Yeah, but it doesn't end. You're just prolonging it. You're making it start faster. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. I guess this way you don't startle at the top. Mm. Yeah, I never thought about that way. It's true. I'm I'm on edge. I mean, literally when I'm up there. But yeah, on edge to begin with. So I'm on guard. Oh my god. Have you had any? Accidents? Ooh. Since then? Well, I mean, you mentioned Santa earlier. Every Christmas, without fail, I will slip off of a, off of a roof, get my leg caught in a string of Christmas lights, swing down, <laughs> pull down reindeer, you know, those plastic reindeer that's on the roof. Uh-huh. I'll get flung into a nearby tree with lights in it squirrels will start attacking me throwing their acorns at me all while randy quaid watches in disbelief yeah (laughs) every every single christmas it happens this is something very similar happens every christmas in my living room (laughs) curious well what can i say it's a classic <laughs> oh so that's every week and, and still you do it still you persist on multi-estates of course it's it's you know it's not only my job it's my calling 
And I gotta, I gotta do it. Again, we're talking Christmas. I gotta keep the chimneys clean for good old Santa Claus. Mm, mm. So you guys are, you feel like you're helping him out then? Yeah, I mean, do you guys have like, uh, does he, does he tip you if the chimneys are swept, swept good on Christmas? Do you get a little extra something in your stocking? Oh yeah, I mean, the next day or you know, Christmas morning, I will go up. I'll check the chimneys. Sometimes there'll be a little cookie. <laughs> He'll leave one of the cookies. In, in the chimney? Yeah. Yum. <laughs> Maybe it's an, a testament to how good of a work you do. It's so clean that you can eat off of it. Yeah, sometimes I'll say, ooh, this, they made an all-chocolate like dark all chocolate cookie. And I'll take a bite and say, oh, no. I didn't clean so good. <laughs> it's just regular chocolate chip, but dirty. Oh, do you ever clean so bad that he leaves coal from that fireplace in your stocking <laughs> it's the, the calling card like this is the one you fucked up on <laughs> yeah it's it's almost the worst insult i could have it's like here's here's your dirt here's your, your dirtiness <laughs> right back at you bro <laughs> yeah that's so you have a note. working relationship we do i mean i think we get along but mm-hmm. yeah you know you, you ever met personally you know you've seen ghosts on one occasion, yes. Oh, I did meet, meet old Saint Nick, old Santa Claus. Uh, it was a wonderful, wonderful time. I was late that year cleaning, you know, the the chimney of this Glen Sheen mansion. This one, this very Glen Sheen mansion. Yeah, this red brick mansion, the historic Compton estate. What <laughs> did the same? Yeah, usually you know they're only open nine to five. So at five o'clock on Christmas Eve, <laughs> I gotta get started. Clean all the chimneys and the hidden chimneys, fireplaces. Sorry. Yeah, lots of chimneys. Did we ever come upon a total number? I can't remember. Doesn't matter. Well, I don't know if I'm allowed to divulge it, but it's thirty-six. Oh, oh thirty-six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that one one Christmas Eve, I was I was a little late. You know, there were guests here at the mansion. They didn't leave. So I, I eventually, you know, got started. I didn't do such a great job, and I was actually still cleaning by the time that Santi came, and he was like, hey, I got to get in here. <laughs> How long are you going to be? <laughs> I just threw my job, man. <laughs> exactly. You know, I'm, I'm a service worker. What can I say? Yes. Yes. Well, and then that was that. <laughs> well, he was, uh, he was a little upset, and I said, hey, can you check? You know, check chimney two over there. That, that should be done. I'm I'm still working on this one. So he's like, "All right, yeah." The service chimney. Ugh. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't too happy. He's you know he's a pretty popular guy. He expects VIP treatment. I see. You're in the main hall, chimney doing the main hall. And that's the one that has the big tree with the presents under it. So you had to go all the way from a different room into there. I could see how he'd be upset. Yeah, he was not. He's on a schedule, man. This is, I'm going to say, this is kind of on you. Oh, oh, jeez. Oh, no. Well, yeah, that's fair. Of all the blunders I've heard so far, this is the worst. I mean, and when he took that service chimney, it was it was still operational. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it was, it was still going. It was roaring. Oh, no. It was still fire. Yeah, that was the year that uh, I think NORAD 
you know, they track Santa every year. <laughs> that was the year they picked up. They thought it was a comet, but flying. <laughs> <laughs> so what is this flaming thing flying? They, they scrambled the jets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, a lot of crying kids that day. That year. Oh, yes. What a sad day. Well, well. So, but, well, I mean, speaking of sad days, you've had a sad day. Oh, it's okay. Our conversation has enlightened it, enlightened it so. Unlike my hands are now covered in soot. Oh, well, I mean, you still got some, some tear streaks. I, if I could just clean them up. It would, I guess I like to clean, you know. I know enough about you. But I have a question. Hmm. Do you think, you know, I could get a peek at those chimneys? I'm assuming you've got access. Oh, I got all the access, my friend. Ooh, you want to peek? Yeah. Let's you want to get, get past the flu, do you? The flu. Of, yeah. the, of the fireplace. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. That, is that a part that opens and closes? It, one in the same. Wow. <laughs> I've yet to see one IRL. <laughs> oh, well then, I think you're in for a treat. Okay. I mean, I'm yeah, scheduled to clean uh, chimney 14. In about, yeah, right now, actually. Oh. In fact, I'm a little late because I've been talking to you. Oh, well, let's make haste and not waste any time. All right, well, uh, here, take this very large toilet brush. <laughs> okay, thank you. I got some uh, old timey overalls you could wear. Oh, thank you. I was worried this one suit that I have would get soot all over it. This will for sure protect me. Well, it still will. Oh, no. <laughs> it's just for the look, Rich. Okay. <laughs> They, oh, I see. The inside is all covered in soot already. Do you, do you just flip this inside out when you're done with it? I'll tell you, there's dry cleaning. Those. <laughs> I, I gotta save somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Well, as I don the soot-covered suit. <laughs> wow, what a mouthful. Um, this is Matthias Spiegel for But That's a Different Story. Signing off. Um,